and welcome to Reliving My Youth. My name is Noel Fogelman. My guest this week is Lady Hawk. Now, Lady Hawk's a very talented musician from New Zealand whose latest album, Time Flies, comes out tomorrow. It's been five years since her last album, Wild Things, and we just talk about how personal this album really is to her because a lot has happened in her life. We talk about making an album during a pandemic. We talk gaming because she's a big gamer. Check out her stream on Twitch. We talk The Simpsons. We talk Star Wars. We cover it all. And we also talk about how she came up with the moniker Lady Hawk. I love her music. She's an even better person, and I hope you enjoy my conversation with her. So, Pip, thank you so much for joining today. I really appreciate it. How's like the last year and a half been for you? I know uh, everyone has their own like quarantine and pandemic story. What's yours been like? Um, it's been yeah, it's been definitely full of ups and downs. I think like everyone. Um, we were pretty lucky here in New Zealand. Um, we had a good year of um, nothing because we um, sort of got rid of COVID right at the beginning. Right. Um, and now we've, we're back in lockdown. I mean, I'm in Auckland. We've been in lockdown for months now because uh, oh, of Delta. Wow. Um, so it's just Auckland's in lockdown. The rest of the country isn't. But um, they're just getting the vaccination rates up. And then I think we'll be, um, they're just going to open everything up and then go, eh, whatever happens, happens. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but it's it's been crazy. Yeah, it, it really has. I mean, here we're kind of back to normal, you know, with certain things. And they announced uh, in New York City that they're going to have Times Square open to everybody, Oof. which is not a great idea. But you know, yeah, we'll see how that goes. You know? Yeah, is that where you're based, New York? I'm I'm in Connecticut. I work in New oh, York, cool. and I've I've been I've been working from home for the last 18 months and I love it. Yeah. I, you know, if yeah. I can avoid going to the city, I, I would definitely, you know, avoid right. it. But, you yeah, know. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with exactly. you on that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Time Flies, uh, was that basically a um, pandemic album or was that kind of planned before everything happened? It, it was planned before, but it got finished during the pandemic. So right. um, I'd say a good, like, um, maybe how many tracks? seven tracks were were made no sorry uh six tracks were made pre-pandemic and then five were made during the pandemic um yeah so I I started off um in LA uh writing and recording with Tommy English who he's a producer I collaborated with on my Wild Things record um and I was supposed to go back April last year to finish it and um the pandemic happened and we couldn't go anywhere. So yeah, I had to um, sort of come up with ways to finish it um, remotely. And luckily, because of what we did here, we were able to open up quickly again. And I could go into a studio with uh, my friend, Josh Fountain, who's a producer. Um, and we did, we wrote and recorded uh, four tracks together. So yeah, it was really good. It's amazing. Just like, even when you started, like as Lady Hawk, like maybe like 11 12 years ago the technology has changed so much that we're we can do all this stuff you know remotely yeah. you know we wouldn't be able to have done this you know yeah it's ago. wild and now it's sort of more like it's just accepted now because of the, right. the, the state of the world but like I've always been someone that's I like one-on-one you know or yeah. like I, so and I'm quite good at working on my own as well so this has kind of been good for me. Like I've never been great in a room of writers, you know, me and yeah. a bunch of people. I, right. I, I've never really, uh, I'm too shy for that sort of environment, but um, yeah. yeah. So this is, you know, as much as I love getting into a, into a studio with a, with a, another producer or a writer, this has suited me for now. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
now like you mentioned like wild things and then between that period and then now time flies a lot of stuff has happened you know in your life so does that album kind of reflects all of that going on yeah yeah it really does and I think it sort of it definitely reflects uh um me abandoning all my um like anxieties and all the stuff I used to put on myself you know I put a lot of pressure on myself and I used to overthink everything and this record was me just letting go of all of that and I I didn't really care anymore not in in a bad sense but in a in a really good way like I didn't have that all those like things that I would say to myself, like you got to be this or you got to do that, or yeah. I just didn't care anymore. I was like, right. I'm just so happy to be here, and I just want to have fun. Yeah, and from what I heard so far, it's definitely a fun, you know, sounding record, and really enjoy it. And it's gonna be good when it comes out in a couple of days. Cool. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, and I just want to start, go back because, like, I'm sure, like most people in America discovered you, like I did, with My Delirium, which fantastic song and the video is a lot of fun can you give me a little background about that song
So I wrote that um, on my first ever trip to the UK. I'd never been to London before. Uh, and I was actually based in Sydney at the time. Um, I am a I am a Kiwi from New Zealand, but um, I was I was living in Australia at the time. Right. And um, so I flew from Sydney to London, which, if anyone knows, it's just an absolute. <laughs> it's a really long flight. Um, right. You have to do a stopover, and we did a stopover in LA, and then um, and I was just so profoundly jet lagged, mm-hmm. and um, I had been there twenty four hours, and had to go into this writing session with Pascal Gabriel, who is now like. You know, he's like a very, very dear friend of mine, but I'd never met him. I didn't know him. And I was completely delirious from jet lag. (laughs) Um, And that's how that's actually how that song came about was me just being like so jet lagged. And I felt so crazy and wired um, that we, yeah, we came up with with the idea for the song. Most of the songs that you guys write and collaborate, are they basically about like personal experiences you have? Yeah, yeah, and sometimes I sort of, um, like, I like, I'm a bit of a dreamer, so I like sort of fantasizing about different things and right. imagining, like, like say, take one thing that's happened to me and then, like, embellishing it and making it into sort of a fantasy scenario, like, um, you know, or, like, imagining what could happen or what would happen or um sometimes you know I'm, I dream a lot as well so I take the feelings from from that I have in dreams and I can put them right. in the songs um yeah now do you like if you wake up in the middle of the night do you have to like either write it down or do you go to like your phone and type it up so you have it so you remember it I usually remember I okay. I there's yeah I've, I've a very vivid dreamer and I yeah. I remember them usually so yeah right yeah <laughs> So going back uh, a couple of years, I guess, uh, who were some of your musical influ- influences growing up? Um, oh, just so many. Um, David Bowie was a big one for me. Um, Fleetwood Mac, Madonna, um, all through the years, like different, there's different, different ones. Um, Nirvana, Beatles, um, Soundgarden, yeah. um, oh, so, uh, Britney Spears. Even some, you know, Spice Girls. Right. My love of pop, you know, always yeah. like shines through. Um, so Michael Jackson was a big yeah. one for me when I was a kid. Um, yeah. yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a good variety, you know. It's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it shows you just want to have one genre of music that you only focus on because then it's like you're kind of leaving out so much. That's... Yeah, yeah, and I just like I love pretty much everything across the board. There's yeah. just not much. Yeah, I don't. Right. <laughs> yeah, behind you, you have so much cool stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, you got Pac Man about to eat R two D two, which is really cool, yep. and, mm-hmm. and then the DeLorean. So, how did like your love of pop like culture come about? always loved it since I was a kid like I remember um this family friend of ours when I was about nine years old she went to Tokyo and she bought me back this uh bright Keith Herring shirt and and it it, what did it say it's like something about pop art on it and it had this amazing amazing Keith Herring print and um I was only a kid but I knew like I feel like that was kind of one of my early memories of being obsessed with pop culture and right. everything around it. And I sort of have always been drawn to um, bright colors and, um, you know, sounds and yeah. 
like that's why video games have always appealed to me um i was always the kid that would like save up all my coins for the arcade oh yeah and you know go get in new zealand they'd you know we have fish and chips so at fish and chip and takeaway stores there'd always be a few arcade machines so i'd, I'd get all my coins and i'd go down to pick yeah. up the fish and chips for my grandparents mm. but i'd just put them on the on the chair and i'd just right. sit, stand there yeah. and play all the different arcades right. <laughs> <laughs> all arcade games so that was yeah i've just loved pop culture forever and it's um yeah it's, it's a big part of me i think <laughs> right yeah like yeah. by us they have a place called dave and busters and oh yeah know, yeah so instead of coins you know they have a card so you get to swipe your card yes. so rather than leave the you know the coins on the machine you know, you're not leaving your card there because the probably will take your card but you kind of kind of have to hover over and you know but it's just it's so much fun just you know reminiscing and playing those those games i know yeah we kids. have those now we've got the, the little swipe cards i took my daughter there um yeah. before our lockdown i took her to an arcade she just loved it like just getting her to swipe the things yeah. and yeah it's, it's so much fun yeah because you know growing up i had like the the big art um asteroids arcade in my in my room so oh, it, yeah it was it was awesome yeah so you were that took, kid i was that kid yeah i i oh. had it for a while and then we got rid of it but it took up a lot of my room my room was tiny and then i had those arcade but just played all the time it was i love that game the game was so much fun yeah shit, yeah. yeah it's an original yeah. yeah what was like some of your early games you used to play um i remember uh paperboy like oh, love was, paperboy yeah. yeah yeah so hard i like, was I terrible remember, like yeah, yeah, it's a really hard game. Yeah. Like I've I've I played Breaks it so recently. Many windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the dog that comes running out at you, yeah. like it's, it's like it's yeah. actually, some of those games are impossible. Um, I know. And Alex a kid, like I remember, like so I had a Sega Master System. Um, okay. So I was like, you know, Alex the kid was built in. Yeah. Um, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, Wonder Boy oh, yeah. three, The Dragon's Trap. I remember there was a um, fish and chip store down the road from me, and it had this really old arcade game called moon patrol and it's like just a side scrolling one you jump over and you can shoot up and frontwards and i was obsessed with that game and i i actually found it recently so i've got a i've 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 got a copy of it oh that's great (laughs) yeah 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 like we would always like trade in like say like a playstation for the playstation 2 and you know going up so i would never have more than one but i was i was kind of like kind of craving the sega genesis so i went on ebay and bought one and yeah. uh, it's, it's just so much fun we played in college to the point where it would get so hot like if you put yes. your hand on it it would burn because it would just i was waiting for it to catch on fire because that's how hot it would get and we yeah. spent like hours that playing instead of studying of course but it was it was so much fun but yeah and then you, your, your your stream on twitch is great by the way oh, cool yeah, yeah. i love i just love it i haven't been able to do it much lately because i'm so busy right. with the album but yeah i just love gaming so much um it's yeah so i just i thought why not you know jump on twitch and and yeah hang out with some people i've made some great friends through doing that like what yeah. an awesome community it's it's right. really great yeah it's brought me it's brought me sort of closer to my fans i think and it's yeah. i've actually made some friends like some right. legit friends you yeah. know by by right. doing that yeah yeah no it's great because like you always hear the bad things about like social media and stuff like that but actually there are good things that if you look deep down you actually find them and like playing oh, that totally. stuff on Twitch is, is is a lot of fun yeah 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 i really enjoy it yeah i I saw you like The Last of Us is like pro- yep. two. I haven't finished that yet because I haven't had time, but that was probably one of the greatest games I ever played. 
Yeah, it is. It's the same, yeah. same for me. Like, it's yeah. just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I just can't. I, I, I need right. to do another. I, I need to do my third playthrough of The Last of Us Two. Okay. I've done two playthroughs, but okay. I want I want to do one on um on grounded mode. I think like when you have nothing and, you, and it's like right. really really difficult. You yeah. don't have the the listening mode or anything. You yeah. just like yeah. So I want to I want to do that. But it's such a great game. It is. I'm looking forward to the TV show when that comes out. That's yes, it's, it's going to be, be great. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, you're a big Star Wars fan because I see R2D2 back there. Yeah, yeah, I love Star Wars. Yeah, it's but I mean that was another early memory of mine is my friend Jonathan's eighth birthday party and like <laughs> his parents let him get out like all the Star Wars movies and we all okay. sat around and what this was when there was only three. Right. And we all um, sat around and watched watched them for his eighth birthday. So yeah, it's just, I, I love it. <laughs> Yeah, like one of the greatest feelings, like my son now is almost 17, is when he started getting into it. He was like about four and just yep. got obsessed. So I ended up giving him all like my you know collectibles and he has his room and it's, it's great. So we'd go, you know, and the movies would come out and then, but you know, I have a bad taste from episode nine still. That was just a garbage movie. Yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> no. I know. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We just pretend those ones don't happen, you know? They yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Like, what, yeah. what ones? What, what yeah. movies? <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll just watch the original ones over and over again. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But then, like, um, I guess with some of the, you know, your songs, um, Guilty Love, which I really enjoy, and that you kind of, like, give a little background about, like, how difficult it was for you to kind of, like, be yourself and, and come out and... Was that really true? Like, how difficult and like how like understanding is it over there in New Zealand? pretty um you know we're pretty 
left thinking with all everything and and right. I, I think as far as other countries go we're we're a bit more open-minded but um you know gay marriage has been around for for quite a long time now right. before before that it was called civil unions um you know obviously we wished it had been around longer but right, of um, course yeah but there was you know when I was a teenager at you know at high school in the 90s uh, like late nineties, right. I um, there wasn't. I went to Catholic school. There was absolutely zero education on anything to do with LGBTQI issues. Like yeah. nothing, nothing whatsoever. And it was right. kind of not spoken. No one talked about it. And if if it was mentioned, it was used as an insult. You know, so it was this like this thing that no one was really allowed to talk about, and it was used as a shameful thing. Right. Um, and so like. You know, there's me and a couple of friends that went to school who have all been, you know, come out. But like at the time, it was like not a nice environment to like try to be dis- discovering yourself and your yeah. sexuality. Like, it, you know, it was, it's, yeah, it wasn't great. But it's, um, I know, I, I hope that it's different now. And I think it, it is for kids right. at school. But like, I think, you know, kids will always be kids. And I think, especially when you're in a learning environment, that's um, where they teach religion. It's always a tricky one. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. Exactly. But did you have a good support system at home? When, oh, fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I was lucky. Yeah, I know a lot okay. of people are, but my, my family weren't even weren't even shocked in the slightest. So. Okay, <laughs> right. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That's, it's got to be hard for so many kids, you know, feeling that and afraid to come out to your parents and just yeah, not knowing how they're going to react. It's like, they're your parents. They're supposed to love you unconditionally and yeah. not know how they're going to react. It's like, it's really a scary situation. It is. Because it shows there's obviously been no dialogue in their household about it, you know? Right. Like as a parent, like I know I've got a four-year-old daughter. I'm, there's always going to be a dialogue about that in my house. Yeah, here too. You know? Yeah. Because it's like, well, it's got to be something that's not taboo. You just talk about it, you know? Some yeah. some kids have a mum and dad. Some kids have just a mum. Some just a dad. Some two dads. Some two, you exactly. know, like we, we go right. through all the things all the time. So, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Right. I mean, if you have two moms or two dads, that means you have two people who love you. And it exactly. doesn't matter if it's a mother or a father. You have to feel people who love you. The more people who love you, the better. That's how I look yeah, at that. it. Yeah. Oh, that's so beautiful. That's exactly you know? right. Yeah. 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 So, 100%. Yeah. Because, I mean... If your family doesn't support you, who's going to support you? you know, yeah. That's why I look at it. You, show, you have people who are built in right there to support you. Yeah. You know, it's like like that. Your family should be unconditionally supportive, but it's not yep, always the case. True. You know? No, it's, it isn't. Which yeah. Is, which is a shame, but yeah. But um, as you can see, I'm wearing my Crusty the Crap. I love it. Yeah. yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Right. The big segue there. Uh, yep. Yeah, I've got a crusty shirt as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. And since yeah. I love Simpsons, they're like one of my favorites of all time, you know, um, I, I know you sat in on a reading, right? Of that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's great. It's my Simpsons script. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I did. Yeah. Which, which episode was, was that? Let's have a look. I've got it written here. Um, yeah. It was... In the game of the father, okay, which uh, was 2013. Okay, uh, it's a uh, production script number SABF15. <laughs> so right. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah. that must be how they how they um, number them. Right. Yeah. That must have, that must have been some experience for you. <laughs> oh, it was mind yeah. blowing. I don't know if you've you've heard of an LA um, artist called Vice Caller. He's very like yeah. underground sort of 
punk guy that's been around forever but I've I've known him for a long time because he's a he's a huge music fan um and and he's who got me in in on that yeah and so I like always thank him for that um but it was it was mind-blowing like getting to hear the characters like right read right in front of you you know like doing voices and yeah it was really cool yeah, I went to Mike Reese's house. He was one of the showrunners for The Simpsons yeah. and, you know, and did an interview with him. And that was like unbelievable because just like the mind of these guys just, you know, to come up with all this stuff. What is it, 30, yeah. 32 seasons now, whatever it is. It's, it's like crazy. It's, it's crazy. It just keeps um, going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> I kind of stopped watching it a few years ago. Like, yeah, really, I haven't watched it in ages. Yeah. yeah. And, but I know it's there. It's like comfort food. You can always go back oh. to it. <laughs> It's, it's something for me that I, I put on when I'm feeling a little bit low or down. It's like, yeah. it's that show for me. I just, I just put it on and let it just run. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And I, yeah. And I have all the little like figures and like my storage room down below. <laughs> yeah. I went on a business trip and I bought like five of them. I'm like, why am I bringing these to me with me to work and then schlepping all over the world with them? But, yeah. Yeah. I do that yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Souvenirs. Yeah. Yeah. How did the whole Lady Hawk like moniker come about? I mean, I know from the movie, but like, what made you decide on that? It just, I don't know. It felt like me. I just, yeah. you know, I've been really trying to figure out a name for ages. And this was, God, this was years ago now. And um, I remember like, you know, I, I'm a huge movie fan and a lot of stuff I've done has been informed by films. Right. And um. And I I was like, oh, that's right. Lady Hawk. I was yeah. like, oh, that's, uh, and then like, I just, I just knew, like, you know, I was like, this is me. This has got to be me. So I, like, quickly, quickly put it up on the MySpace page yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. before anyone else, like, right. snagged it, you know? Yeah, and claim it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Richard Donner recently passed away, who directed the movie. Oh, did he? I didn't even realize yeah. it. Yeah, he did, like, you know, The Goonies and, like, the first Superman That's movie. right, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did know that, actually, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, there's drills oh that's right yeah i hear it it's okay <laughs> yeah builders like everywhere out there it happens yeah i, I get that too it's it's all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't soundproof the entire house right no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so does your daughter like enjoy your music she's been listening listening to it non-stop and i oh, heard her this morning like singing in a little voice like singing along and then i look at her and smile and she like gets all embarrassed like it's so sweet yeah she's right. she's, she's already a big music fan as well like she just loves it. i had a very proud moment the other day when i had the led zeppelin on in the car and she was like mom who's this and i was like it's led zeppelin and she's like i love them and then oh, wow. now she now she loves led zeppelin and oh, her, her first band obsession was kiss okay and Every day was Kiss. She just wanted yeah. to watch Kiss music videos over and over and over and over and over. So, oh, that's, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't it funny? Yeah, my, my two oldest. No, they just don't like good good music. So it's <laughs> or I'll play a song and everything's oh that's a TikTok song and I know I'm feeling old because they only know it from a TikTok video. I'm like, yes. Come on. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So I my youngest I have hope for. He's only two. Yeah. So after amazing. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of you yeah. know steer him from that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so one of the songs you have off of anxiety, which I guess is kind of topical, is called Vaccine. Yeah, and I really love I love that song. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, let's do the background behind that one. In my bed, I dream at night. 
well, God, that was going back a bit now. That's yeah. um, that. So that record was like quite a hard one for me to make, and um, I was just going through a lot of personal stuff, a lot right. of anxiety. Hits the title, like just drinking too much. Um, I, I was just feeling like like absolute garbage all right. the time, and and that song was about like somewhat like me using somebody as a vaccine, you know, like like yeah you know, using them as my fix or my patch yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. So that was, we, rec I recorded that with Pascal Gabriel and we, um, we actually did the whole record in Sable in the South of France. At, he's mm -hmm. got a, like a, a, a amazing place there with a right. studio. Um, so yeah, I was sort of in the middle of nowhere for, for quite a long time. No one spoke any English. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was an awesome experience. Right. Now, yeah, speaking of like, you know, you're drinking and stuff like that. How, um, how did you get clean? Like, what was like your motivating factor? I was, so I'd moved to the States. I was living in LA and I was just, it, it just was like not, not going away. And I was just drinking all the time and I was right. using, I, I started to realize I was using it as a, like, it was just my way to be able to do anything like was drinking. Mm -hmm. And, um, I remember it was like one it was like a weekend of like benders, you know, and I just felt, I remember waking up and it was, it must have been the afternoon. And I, it was that thing. I've, I've spoken to many people who've gone through this. It was that moment of like, like, I can't do this anymore. I right. don't have, I don't have it in me to do. I feel terrible. Like I can't figure out anymore. What am I medicating the anxiety or is the anxiety caused by the hangover and the drinking? Like I didn't yeah. know anymore what was real. Right. So I, um, that was, that was it really. And I just asked, I asked a friend for help and, and she like totally helped me and, and mm. yeah, it's helped me get through it, which is awesome. I'm seven years sober now too. That's awesome. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. yeah. Did it like when you did get sober, did you notice a change in your writing or at all? Yeah. I noticed that um, I noticed a huge change in my performing live as well. Okay. I'd never performed sober in my entire career. Wow. And um, I noticed like, I was like, whoa, I can actually remember the lyrics. Like <laughs> and I can like remember how to play the songs on guitar. And like, this is like, I'm hitting the beats and like, right. um, I actually felt more confident which is crazy because I thought I was so nervous I needed the alcohol to make me feel confident on yeah. stage, but it's just, yeah, that wasn't it at all. And then, yeah, then with the writing, I def, because I used to always drink in the studio as well. I would always have beers in the studio. Right. Um, and I found with my writing, I, I yeah, I was clearer I, and I wasn't like giving myself as much of a hard time as what I used to. Yeah. Um, yeah. It sort of changed everything really for me. I think it was a, it was something that had to happen. Right. What yeah. the first time you perform like live, you know, uh, sober, like was it nerve wracking? Were you like, oh my god, I need yeah, to drink? <laughs> yes, definitely, yeah. yeah. I couldn't have any alcohol in the green room or anything. I was right. like, it's got to be none there because I'll drink it if it's there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, yeah, it was really nerve wracking. But then there's that that thing that the second you, you build up all this tension, I still get that to this day. Like you get so anxious before going on stage. The minute you're on there, though you're fine. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fine. Right. I find I just like take off and yeah. you forget everything. Um, and I realized that that was better than, you know, drinking my way through a show. Um, right. yeah. Yeah. But no, I was definitely nervous. I still get nervous, you know, yeah. to this day. Yeah. <laughs> now I guess when, hopefully when the lockdown is lifted there, you have any 
plans of coming back to the States performing? Oh, I absolutely hope so. Okay. I hope 2022 is um is hopefully going to be the year for me where I get to, to tour the record. Like I, I, right. I'm desperate for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know, I know my, my managers are working on it. So oh, great. yeah, hopefully the, you know, US and the UK 2022 awesome. would be the one ideal. <laughs> yeah. 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 Let's hope. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you remember where you were the first time you heard one of your songs on the radio? Ooh, oh gosh, no, I, I really don't. That's right. going, going back too far. I think, um, I remember like hearing actually a, a really old when I was in a band in Wellington. I remember hearing a song of ours on the radio and it blowing my mind. Like I, right. I was only like 22 or something and I was at university and I remember yeah. being like, whoa, they're playing our song on the radio. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, no, I can't. I, I, I've, I mean, I've walked into malls and stuff and heard, you know, yeah. heard my one of my tunes playing at the mall, right. which is always a bit of a buzz. <laughs> yeah. Do you kind of stop and like look around and point to you? It's like this is my song. Like, hey, hey, guys, everyone, <laughs> hey, this, this is me. me. Yeah. This is right. me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when you became Lady Hawk, was being basically a solo artist, was that nerve wracking? Because, you know, being in bands prior, you know, to that, like just doing everything like on your own, was that kind of nerve wracking as well? Yeah, really was. And it was scary knowing I was the, the face of it, you know, the front person. Yeah. Um, I'd never had that before. I was always, you know, the guitarist, the lead guitarist or the drummer in the past. Right. And, um, and this, you know, being Lady Hawk meant being the singer like that person yeah. that's out the front and and everyone sort of was looking at and it was yeah it was pretty it was a hard transition um and it, and it sort of I, I had that thing that imposter syndrome thing you know like why am I doing this yeah. I'm not good enough you know like yeah I, I still get it to this day right. but it's like yeah it's it's um sort of followed me around ever since then like ever since my band days um yeah. Yeah, it's, it's quite hard going from being in a band to being a solo artist right. if you're not sort of that, you know, I never really thought I was, I'm not an extrovert. Um, right. I'm, 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 I've am I'm always sort of described myself as an introvert who does kind of extrovert <laughs> stuff every now and then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, it was a, it was a tricky transition. Yeah. Is that also why you kind of didn't use like your real name? You kind of went with like Ladyhawk? Because it, yeah. it, it's like, it could be a band name. It could be just be like one person. So is that exactly. kind of why you went? Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was it was cool to do that because it sort of separated Pip from Lady Hawk, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it gave me that sort of space in my brain as well. Like I could I could sort of separate yeah. the two, you know, which has right. been helpful. Yeah, oh, that's great. Yeah, mm. totally unrelated question. I know it's so hard over here to get one. Did you get a, a PS Five over there? Yes, I've got one. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got one. So I, I pre-ordered and I got yeah. got one in the first batch, which is which is all. It's impossible here as well. I was just yeah. lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, um, I like sat up waiting for the announcement for the right. pre-orders, and I was just like waiting, waiting, waiting. And I was like, boom, got it. So, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I I can't tell you how many of them I had in my cart, only to get like an error message saying, "Oh, <gasps> it's like sold out." Luckily, we ended up getting one as like a bundle with a couple other games one awesome. i'll never play and then one yeah. my son plays but it was like it was perfect yeah cool yeah it's great i really yeah. really love it oh yeah it's, it's great does your daughter play too 
Yep, she does. She um mm. she plays what has she been playing? Um she played the new Ratchet and Clank game. Okay. And she'll like she's obsessed with it. And she but yeah. she, you know, she's only four, so she gets to the point where she's like, Mum, you do it, and then it's just me sitting there playing the game and okay. she's watching me, bossing me around, telling me what to do. Right. But um, but she loves the Switch. Like she plays oh, Mario yeah. Party and um she loves Mario Kart and yeah. any anything to do with like the Mario games, she's all yeah. over. Yeah. yeah man. I love Mario Kart, it's so much yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll play FIFA with my daughter and like she'll she'll just kick my butt half the time and then when I'm winning she gets upset and I'm like fine I'll you know I'll let you win and then I'll score a couple more goals and make her real upset <laughs> oh that's amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah it's a fun it's it's so much fun just it, it, it's bonding time when you play with them it, it really yeah is, exactly you know? yeah I love it yeah absolutely a little too much time but yeah it's, 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 yeah. it's so fun <laughs> yeah but um I can't wait to hear the rest of Time Fly as it comes out Friday, right? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's finally here. <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck with it. And hopefully we'll see you in the States uh, in 2022. Oh, thank you so much. I hope so, too. And a special thanks to Lady Hawk for joining me today. You can follow her on Twitter at Lady Hawk for you. Her website is ladyhawkmusic.com and Time Flies comes out tomorrow and it's really cool if you go to her shop on her website you can get the album with a playable video game set to a Game Boy cartridge. It's really cool. The game is on sale in blue, green, gray, and yellow for $23. The game will be a quest to help Lady Hawk finish the album guiding the player through the album's main tracks. It sounds awesome. I look forward to picking that up as well. And if you have a guest suggestion, you can hit me up on Twitter at TheFirstNoel19 or like the page Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Don't have iTunes? Not a problem. Shows on SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, wherever you can find a podcast. A new episode comes out every week. Stay safe, everybody. We'll see you then. <laughs>